Welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. Today is October 6th. It will be the last podcast of the 2021 season. Uh, basically talking about what happened with the 2021 season, but we're going to have recap. a fun, fun filled, yeah, last recap, fun filled uh, episode to talk about what happened uh in what happened in this game and then what happened what's going to happen for uh this offseason uh will the yankees make some big moves that seem to be necessary to the rest of the fan base and probably the rest of the league or uh, are we going to run it back so a lot to get into but i think uh what i'd like to say tyler is um we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us for the amount of times that you have or if you're new to the podcast welcome um first full season with a full full baseball season full yankee season and uh we showed a lot of growth we set some goals that we wanted to do with the pod and and we i believe we achieved them and uh it's a, we're just enjoying this as a open yankee space you know we're just casual fans talking about the game and, and to kind of be like a, an avenue or a beacon for other fans to kind of listen to conversation that maybe we're hitting on points that they're thinking it's really dope and um we just we enjoy you guys, um, you know, interacting with us on social media, and uh, just coming on to listen to our points and everything. And we and we greatly appreciate the time that you spent, um, and hopefully will spend down the road as well, um, throughout the pod. So if you guys are new, you know, subscribe, uh, leave us a rate and review, and uh, if you're new as well, go over and follow us on our socials. At uh, if you're not already. Uh, so yeah, Tyler, that's kind of how I'm feeling so far. We got a lot to jump into, and um, a lot of depression is going to be yep. happening. I know. You, how yep. is the how is Fenway being there in person to to actually want to die um, in person watching them? Yeah, Rob. Hello, how are we? Um, not feeling great currently. Um, yeah, Fenway was cool, dude. I mean, it felt like playoff baseball. Whole stadium was standing, probably at least seventy percent of the game, every pitch which was <clears throat> something I missed, you know, not being able to go to playoff baseball last year. But um, it sucks, dude. I mean, we were well-repped out there, too. Yanks fans traveled well. I, you know, tweeted out on the account a couple times. But, um, you know, this team kind of – they are what they were throughout the season. And I think they were perfectly represented by that in this wild card game. They just are who they are, you know. They were that they, they weren't going on some ridiculous run. Uh, we had about a fun what five weeks of baseball, Rob. When we had like we went like you know thirty nine and like eleven or seventeen or something like that. Um, not happy to see it come to an end, but dude, the front like it, it almost is a relief at some point, you know. The most frustrating I, I get season. It, yeah. Ever, ever. I get it. I get it, man. Um, it, it's uh, it's like a time to go back to the drawing board for Brian Cashman, uh, with one year left on his deal, and Boone is going to be up in the air. Um, we'll get into it. Kind of want to save it for later, but kind of the state of the Yanks, man. It's like not great, dude. You, it's not great. You lose. You 
you lose in 2018 to the team and then you, to the Red Sox, and then in the wild card you lose to them in a single game, and then you lose to Tampa last year, um, and you lose to, to Houston two times in 2017, granted cheating, and then 2019 with maybe some more cheating and buzzers, but, I mean, you lost. So um, this core and this regime of current dude. Yankees um, – you know, outside of Stanton, Cole, and Judge, to me, it's free pickings, man. I Loisica. Yeah, I would say Johnny Laza. Like, it's free pickings, man. Say, like, like rental guys, Rizzo, like Joey Gallo is still not off to a great start. He has the home runs under his belt, but that, that his play style and his swing is going to piss people off, and he fell back into a into a bad stretch and and like no one's safe in my opinion man and it's going to take to where they want to go and i i have a feeling because brian cashman addressed it at the deadline that they are going to make the necessary big changes that we do allude to and that we'll be talking about up until maybe possibly they do them um and that's the kind of hope but then there's also the possibility that, that like i talked about it with my brother and like that it it gave it may give them the perfect excuse of making the wild card and this is why I, I i made the point to you of like maybe i don't want to make the playoffs and a lot of yankee fans that are diehard were actually making that point like on other podcasts i was hearing about it and um the reasoning is it gives them an easy excuse to be like well see here here this is how it worked and we made the wild card and we're we were technically in the postseason and this is and so that was the only standpoint where I was like, I don't know, and, and it ended up, and it ended up coming through in, in that sense, and it's just, it's disappointing because I was like, man, if you could be, if if anything, I want you to do in this postseason is to beat the Boston Red Sox and do not lose to the rival that has, for the majority, has really done good for you for the part of two decades now since two thousand four. And we know Boone in 2003, and then they've ended 2018 our and twice now, and, and one um, series. So it's just like I I was just saying, man. If you if if anything, just don't don't lose to Boston, man. Don't lose to Boston. And they and and they just we talked about Cole and saying okay, um, now's the time to. To put up or shut up, like we thought he would have, because of the nature of his his being and his his him as a player, we're saying, okay, this guy is gonna go out there and shove because he is a gamer and he's a guy that wants to perform and he rolled over like a turtle, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> For, I mean that guy's made like Bronx. He's probably being made in a turtle soup already. That's quick forgotten after this. So, yeah. um. I don't know, man. It was just, Look. It's just bad, dude. I mean, you know, you kind of waddle into the playoffs, if you will. You know, you had this series after Toronto feeling good going into play Tampa Bay, who has nothing to play for at home. You dropped two out of three, which was really just a statement series for them, I feel like. Mm -hmm. They were saying, hey, if you even make it out of the wild card, we're going to kick your ass anyway. You know, this team was not beating Tampa this year <clears throat> one way or another. But, yeah, dude, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things that need to change. And, like, it, it goes back to 
a big portion of the regular season to begin with. I mean, Rob, how many games did we punt this year? Or just not, it might not, maybe punt's not the right word to keep using. Like but, the game on Friday night. But just how, yeah, how many games did we clearly not try our hardest to win? How many games did we clearly not pitch and play our best available players? Because far that, too many that, to count. That, you know, I remember when, you know, John Boy made this point last night on Twitter. We called up a whole weekend of pitchers to to pitch against the Detroit Tigers, and we got swept by them. You know, it would have been nice to have one more win and maybe host the wild card game. You, 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 like, people, we talk about, you know, people saying games in April and this month and that month don't matter, but, you know, they, uh, they I, do. I, They're all, like, shout out Joe's yeah. McFly, 162 one-game seasons, dude. Um. It's just bad. The philosophy, you know, we, we beat this this dead horse a few times during this this season, um, especially when they're really struggling. The philosophy is just really bad. You know, you you just mm-hmm. don't you don't see other teams go out there and clearly not try and win. They walk around mm-hmm. like they're the big bad Yankees, dude. And you've won the division, I think. One time in the last nine years. Yeah, one time in the um, last nine. You did you see? Did you see what Boone said too? He said the rest of the league has caught up to us. How? How? How is that? Like that? So I, how? I have like I kind of understand that quote. I know some people how? don't love it because in 2017, I don't know. I feel like you know, special year. 2018. You lost to by far the best team in the league in the Boston Red Sox. I think they won 108 games. Like, you ran into a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And I think 2018 and 2019 were the years that you were supposed to win, especially 2019. And then after that, then the last two years, we just said, fuck it, let's run it back. So I get, I kind of understand, I guess I can see what he's saying from where he was saying the rest of the league caught up to us because, you know, we were the the outright favorite and we were mashing baseballs and breaking ridiculous records and a run differential was out of this world. Well, I don't Tyler, even then I don't even really know if even in those seasons, we weren't really the favorite outside of maybe the last two seasons. And Tampa has poo pooed that for us. Yeah. Like 2019, I would say we were 2018. Uh, I can, I mean, 2018, you win a hundred games, win the wild card. And then you lose in a game four to the Sox in the ALDS, in which Gary Sanchez missed it, a grand slam, taking us to game five by three feet. They should have. They should have won in 2019. I don't know. To me, that statement is just. Um, if you if he wants to talk about the rest of the talent becoming more of a even playing level when it comes to the White Sox coming, when it comes to the um, Toronto entering the frame, Boston literally switching teams, cores, the whole teams, and they team. literally did it in the course of one season, and they beat us. Like Rob, they this kicked is, and, our and, ass and, in a rebuild year, and that's this was and their that rebuild year, and that is evidence to me as well, Tyler, that. 
the possibility to make a drastic change within a core is possible for yeah. us. Because they, you look at dudes that they kept over that time, you know, you got Bogarts, Devers, and you want to throw in JD outside of tripping over second base. And then the rest of the team is very different. Yeah. Very, and they're still winning games. And they have their flaws, yes. But guess what? They beat us. So, like, to look me. Who they signed this, this offseason. They signed Kike and Hunter Renfro. <clears throat> Two huge pieces for them. And guys that are really kind of not the biggest names, but, but contributing are huge. So so when it comes when it comes to looking at that aspect of like Boston and and dude, even even Houston had like a pretty not they still kept intact, like we're saying with our guys of Judge, Stanton, Cole that we want to keep together because obviously we're locked into those they dudes. Have athletes, over and that well, dude. Th- well, that's the thing. They 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 pieced together people around, and they weren't locked in at every position. Whether that be catcher, first base, third base, yeah. shortstop, whatever. They said, okay, and we like the, the we like these dudes that are untouchable to us, and then the rest. Yeah, the fan base may be, uh, you know, kind of split down the middle on what they want to do. But guess what? We're going ahead and we're going to address this. Like, that's what Cashman is looking at in the mirror this year. And, yes, I agree. They need to go get athletes. They need to get guys that can come in here and, you know, they sign Greg Allen to the roster. I don't know if Greg Allen is exactly the answer. Definitely not. But along the lines of athletic players. Remember when when we we had – the Yankees got diagnosed with like we had a huge COVID issue for like a couple weeks, and you know, mm-hmm. Amber Gee was up, Flo was up, Greg Allen was up, Wade was playing, Velasquez was playing, fun time. We were winning some games too, dude. <clears throat> Judge Glaber came back. We were stealing bases every day. We were hitting and running and bunting, and you know it may sound a little. Boomer-esque or whatever. But as soon as we got healthy, we just stopped doing that. And we just went back to that station-to-station mindset. Mm-hmm. And we went back to resting guys after a two-home run game. Or, you know, hitting home runs in three out of the last five games. We went back to not believing, believing momentum it's just it's bad i mean i don't i don't know where it's got to stem from dude cuz it's not the window making is all not, the decisions dude the window's not closed but i mean they need some need some need some uh some windex a lot, a, yeah. to clean it up the, and and open it or a more, new window <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a lot of guys that played this year and probably started yesterday's game that shouldn't be on the team next year. Mm. I mean, to me, I, I'm i willing. I'm willing. Like, Glaber made a great play yesterday. I'm willing to give Glaber another year I, and see him at, yeah, as I the think, second baseman. I think that there's one thing to take away, especially from the second half of the year, is that Glaber is your second baseman moving forward. Yes. Um, Voight is like, He's got to be gone 
dude, it, like you just I think you, sh- you fucked him so hard. Um, hey yo, what the <laughs> fuck? Like you got to figure out what to do with DJ, dude. Um, cause he's gonna be Geo, here. I, Geo, I, dude, Gary. If, yeah, I. I'll be surprised if Geo and Voy are here next year, dude. Because I mean, maybe Geo, because I can see them bringing up, signing a shortstop, maybe making a play at one of the big names to make the fans happy, and then sliding them over to third so they can call up one of their young shortstops in a year or two. But it's something's got to change, dude. I mean, and it can't. I don't think it can just be the players. And I, I feel like I've kind of, I've hated on Boone a lot. But I feel like I've also defended a lot of his his nonsense at times. I'm not saying firing Boone is the direct answer because I don't think it is. But I think, like, house needs to be cleaned. A new voice can be an extremely beneficial, uh, beneficial yeah. in my in my opinion. I, I I mean I said that during the the hard stretches yeah. of the season, and and that's the one I understand that you'll go back and forth about him making decisions and not making decisions. But I, I really do. Just in any any case, man. Like, if you're not performing well at, at a, a aspect of your job, hearing a new voice to be your supervisor or something to kind of get you, give you a kick in the ass. Or if that's in sports, like a new coach can bring life. If it's some stuff, just becomes stale. And 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 I've always said that I think that he's too too friendly and too much of a player's coach for my my liking and I don't I don't think that they see him as an authority figure which I I believe is something that um that is necessary um and I yeah I just chances of him coming back to me uh like losing to the Boston Red Sox in a one game wild card uh you know, I thought there was a little bit of a better chance if they miss the playoffs that they'll part ways. But, you know, my guess is that they're going to – I don't know how it goes about, but I think they may bring him back on a – maybe like a two-year deal with like a club option. I don't know if that's possible yeah. for them to do or if it's a one-year deal and then they want to let him ride out the last year with Cashman. Because Cashman – like we said, man, Cashman – the thing – it's going to be up to Cashman to think, okay – do I want to get these guys a brand new voice when I revamp the entire roster? Or am I going to say I want to continue to control it the way I've been controlling it with Boone? And that's kind of what it comes down to. And it really just comes down to Brian Cashman. We haven't heard from Hal either. Like, Hal's not saying anything. We don't know. Like, we've known with this team that they – and Judge had a comment yesterday that he said it was championship or bust. And we know that the 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 idea behind that of that Steinbrenner esque mentality is no longer there, and it's and and that's that's kind of the way they think about stuff. And I, I agree that it's kind of unfair to judge everything off a championship every year. Like like sports is hard, and winning a championship is extremely hard. Um, but it's just tough to look at it every season with the Yankees now with this core and see Astros winning, uh, Dodgers winning. Boston winning and just say where's our championship and you can't help but say "Eh, I'm a little pissed off and that kind of championship or bust talk should be in play for this that's that's where it kind of for me and a lot of Yankee fans it matters yeah so I feel like to a to a point Rob that they almost care more about their bullshit 29 straight winning seasons 
nonsense, like little record they have going, more than winning a championship. Yeah, you could be right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, but not, let let let. Yeah, I, go go I ahead. I mean, I just I don't understand how they this team like analytics are awesome too, like great for the game, but I don't get how this team uses them, dude. Nothing they do supports analytics, but someone in there is going, oh, well, I ran, I ran the numbers. It works. <laughs> I ran the numbers. I ran the numbers. If we put out X, Y, and Z for this many games, we will win between 90 and 97, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that mentality's just got to change, dude. I mean, it just wasn't – it wasn't a fun season, Rob. No, it was hell. fun. It was it was fun from the fact that only thing I, I enjoyed it from having this podcast and seeing oh, us yeah. grow. But outside of that, it's like it's just it was hey. a frustrating team. Every game we, we played down to our competition all year. Good mm. teams just don't do that. Nope, championship teams don't do that. Um, so let's talk about this game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's hop into it. Um, so, the first two uh, batters for for Cole in this, uh, he 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 looked okay. Like he looked pretty solid. Um, and then he gave up the walk to Devers, and that he had O uh, two. That he had O two, and then Bogarts punishes him, man. And Bogarts actually said after I didn't see my dad tell, told me this. Uh, one of his comments after is like, yeah. Uh, he was talking about Cole, and he's like that guy that they gave a bunch of money to, um, just twisting the knife, and it's just it's annoying. Um, and uh, he again was just he didn't look he didn't look like locked in. He could have been laboring from the injury, but even then, you're saying don't be on the mound. Know, then don't be don't on, be the, on mound. the mound. Don't if be on there. If you can't give us, you know. We're comfortable our, with other pitchers, Rob. We like Nestor. Our I'd be bull, okay. Yeah, our or, bullpen was in a position at the end of this season where I think we could literally feel comfortable ripping a full bullpen game at some points. I mean, the only one that got got in this game uh, was or well Severino and Luizaga, but I mean, you got Holmes that came out there. And you want to know two. why they got got, Rob? Because <clears throat> Boone tried to bring in Sevy. For two innings, which I think he did one time in his, like, five appearances. Luizaga has not gone two innings since he came back off the IL. Why are we doing shit in the postseason that we haven't done in the regular season? Why are we sh- setting dudes up to fail? Why are oh, we, man, why, not again. Why are we consistently not putting our players in the best position, position, to, position succeed. to succeed? Exactly. And then, excuse me, I'm sorry, but why the fuck is Chad Green coming in to face two lefties? That's Wandy's lane. It's been his lane all year. Devers hit a 400-foot bomb dead center off Chad Green. Thank God it was an out, or a game would have even looked worse. And then Chad gives up a, a what a, the RBI, the two RBI single to Verdugo, lefty. Why is he facing two lefties? Yeah. 
it they just went against what the good the good bullpen rotations that they had been doing. Like Boone just it, it I don't know, man. The coaching staff obviously stood out big time. I mean, I gotta say too, because we're gonna be like I said in the last pod. If if Cole ended up having a bad game and we lose this, which he ended up having, he didn't even pitch through three innings. It was horrible. It was um, a terrible start. Um, the conversation is going to be a long one for Garrett Cole, and he's going to have to have to be a, some a sort long, of 2022. Long offseason for that. Long offseason for him. Um, but And, dude, it's kind of crazy. And he'll get now, Cy Young votes, Rob, too. He'll probably yeah, finish he second. He will. Um, but the crazy thing is, Tyler, like the, the shift of paradigm of one season like this from the blame going from one $300 million man to the, to the new one. Cause like, yo, John Carlo, if we, this game was played in Yankee stadium, I don't know about the first home run, maybe probably squeaks out there, but I know at least two of them. I mean, that man, he sent out a video of him. Only dude um, that showed up. Only dude that showed up, bro. Giancarlo. No, I mean, he is on another wavelength, and he was talking his shit in the pregame video. Again, like, like he is so awesome. I mean, he is so just a stud this year, and and lumping Aaron Judge, and we wasted, we wasted the seasons that we were asking from them and not only like did we get what but they both did what yeah. we asked they played, they played 100, 140 games and they and they performed at a high ass level together yes. and we saw how dominant they were when they're both clicking on full cylinders and the offense was atrocious all year and i mean of them rizzo too. rizzo got the home run in this which you know shout out to anthony rizzo i don't know if he'll be back we'll see um, and outside the home run, and then obviously Stanton's home run late. But I mean, on the second, the second ball that he hit off the off off the monster that missed by like I don't know, probably like a few feet. Um, Phil Nevin, Tyler, the fuck you doing? Me and you, me and you. T- I wh- when was this? It was I gotta say like June or July. It was when he Sad. either prior or before prior or after he. Had the really bad COVID scare yeah. and was on like um, you know, in the hospital for a while. But I had made points about I was like, why do we not look at Phil Nevin and say, yo, what what are you doing? Like I never thought that he was that good of a third base coach because we would always be having suspect instances. And I don't know, I don't pay enough attention to. But to other things and like third base coach sends and uh, and how those I guess stats would be looked at. But I would always say to myself like like I don't know if this guy is that good at his job. We have twenty and it goes along with this year, Rob. It goes along with the rest of Aaron Boone's coaching staff in not preparing these guys. If you want to look at, we know we've heard plenty about Thames. I oh, mean, he you better do. He, be, he better be so gone. I don't even ever want to see I mean, his face dude, again. Dude, we you said it. Like the only coaching the only coach that's gonna be left on this this thing is Matt Blake, dude. Yeah. If if they end up cleaning house. Because Matt Blake's done a good job and we even gave him shit at the beginning of the year when the staff wasn't looking good, but <laughs> that goes out the window. He's looked very good yeah. and he's got this pitching staff in a top three AL category, which is like 
Sign yeah, me and up. Look what look what the arms he did it with. All guys that really were not proven outside of Garrett Cole. You know, I mean he he turned Nestor into a legit weapon. Wandy, Clay, I mean you could chalk Clay. Kluber was plugged by or plagued by inter, uh, injuries, injuries which but we knew what could have been a possibility, but dude, the whole season, whether it was Luis Heel coming for a start, Mike King making a spot start, whatever the case may be. He worked with whatever arm was in front of him. <clears throat> and the rest of the coaching staff just didn't. Um, you know, the, Phil Nevin, that was just, was just horrible. Yeah, like a, Ho- and did you see term. Stanton? Did you see Stanton? Yeah, like, look at, like a, what the he fuck? He screamed fuck on second base. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, you're carrying this team. Because he knows if he's not doing it outside a judge, no one else is getting it done. There's just no chance. And it I must just... he must feel helpless, dude. I mean, I don't know, like, what Joey Gallo would have done next, you know, second and third. But but even but after that, you, you got... With second and third and one out. It's one out left. It's one out. And then even if Gallo messes up, you know, outside of a double play, which is obviously in play, but like you got Glaber next, who's been hitting the ball well as of late. And it's like. It was a huge. Come on, dude. Huge rally killer. Rally killer momentum switch that is just a a knife in the chest. Two and a half feet, dude, too. He wasn't even close. I literally, everyone was going nuts around me, clearly, because I was in Boston. And I'm just standing there with, like, my jaw down, like, not that I couldn't believe it. But I was, like, so happy that Stanton just knocked one off the wall. And then all that was just, like, ripped out of my soul. Can, can I tell you what ha- So I'm, I'm in my living room, and I, I'm sitting on, like, this ottoman. I'm, like, close to the TV, and, like, my mom is sitting on the couch, yeah. and my brother and my dad, they're just, like, behind me. And I, I look at them before I go, oh, my God, if he hits that goddamn home run, I'm going to be <laughs> jacked up. And he hit the ball, and it hit off the wall. But when I tell you I was so jacked up, I was, like, I was jumping. I was, like, go, go. Yeah. And then and then, and then then when I was, like, oh, I don't know if they, this could be a really close play. I don't know if you want to send him. And I just dropped to my knees and was so mad. Heartbreaking, dude. Heartbreaking. I was so mad man and then we obviously know how the rest of the game ended up playing out imagine i also I had mean, some like i told you i was sitting next, there was a mets fan next to me for some reason like dude what the fuck are you doing first of all at this game and second of all you're he, not that guy pal trust me. me you're not that and guy the kid would not shut up the whole game to me blah 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 why is sanchez not playing why is this why is that where why is andrew velasquez starting at shortstop oh, it really hurts that dj's not here for you guys i'm like buddy Please turn the other way. Like, look at the ground or something. But he looks at me and he goes, why would you guys send Judge there? He's slow. He's not fast. I was like, first of all, don't make me pull up sprint speed comparisons in the middle of this game right now to prove to you that he's not slow. But, yes, I don't know why we sent Judge there. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, but, and they, uh, they, they, the Red Sox literally did the same thing, except they... It worked, and they and he scored. But I mean, what it comes down in this game uh, is a coaching blunder, 
a starting pitcher that you spend $328 million on not giving you the money that you're asking for. And I don't like counting a man's money that often. And I always say they're worth what they're they're You're worth what your team is willing to pay you. And um, that was just, it wasn't the case in this wild card game. And it hadn't been for the past few starts. I mean, they got by it in the, in the Boston series prior because the offense supported them. But in this one, they didn't. Or they, they did, or we could have if a rally wasn't killed or if if the monster was not non-existent for Stanton. Um, but uh, what I wall. take away from this what I what I take away from this game is um, slap in the face that may may uh, motivate Cashman to make the necessary changes, but it's kind of up in the air, and we're gonna we're gonna be along for the ride to see what the hell happens with the rest of it. But um, you're going to have to see. Wait and see. I know it's a tough time. I mean, well, I, I don't really want to do it for this episode, but if we want to, I mean, we can, like, get into what mock stuff of what they may do. But I don't know, dude. Just, Let's – um, yeah, go ahead. I'm just looking at the lineup from yesterday, dude. And Gallo hitting fourth kind of was uh, – It's just – That was the only thing to me that was like, ugh, I don't know. Gallo's been hitting like shit, yeah. He shouldn't be hitting cleanup behind <clears throat> Judge and Stan, who are the only guys. Very top heavy too. Very top yeah. heavy when you got Rizzo and then and then um, Brett Gardner can't hit sixth. He's had a good second half. Bravo! But dude, the end of this lineup is kind of brutal. Brett, Gio, Higgy, Velasquez. <clears throat> Velasquez saw one pitch in this game. One pitch. He flew out, and then you bring in Rugnet Odor, which, in that point, like, why do you even start him if he's gonna? I, I, he played four innings. Mm-hmm. It's just I, I don't know. Wait, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, and then Gary give, comes up, first pitch flies out. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. Gary Gary's going to be an interesting storyline if they stick with him and uh if they pay him his uh qualifying stuff. Um but to me, like next year is a massive year for Gallo to prove if he's going to end up staying here. Um which he could, yeah. he could prove us big time. Um I think Labor will be back. I think that the corner guys and Geo and and Voight are just they're not going to be here. At least one um, of them's gone for sure. Like I, I think, think Voight's a definite. I think that Rizzo may there's a chance he may, but I think he's going to demand some. He's going to demand some cash, man. Um, it all kind of I don't. Comes, I don't. I don't. Yeah. It all kind of depends on what they do with the shortstop market too. But here's also the thing that I think they have to lock up, dude. I think they have to figure out what they're gonna, what money they're gonna give Aaron Judge. Yeah. And then the rest can come. And that because better be th- a definite. Yeah. Just I think that you. Out there. I think before, before you do anything with the shortstop market, before you do anything with Anthony Rizzo or a first baseman, if they go out and get a Matt Olson. If you go out and and get maybe a center fielder replacement, and you figure out something to do with Hicks. You gotta figure out what you're doing with your franchise. Aaron player. Judge should I be. I mean, paid Ronald this Acuna is signed. Ronald Acuna is signed, even though that may be for a lesser contract that he could have probably gotten more. I mean, um, 
Tatis got signed, and Judge is older than them, and has and I don't know, I don't know if he's had as much time, or maybe like a little less, or I, I don't know how it is, but you have to lock him up, and you have to sign. It has him. to be this. And you have to have your three pillars of Judge, Stanton, and um. Cole all locked and just have them sign and then after that if you want to go take looks at Seager if you want to go take looks at Simeon as a stopgap or like a guy that wouldn't cost as much in long-term years as the other younger ones and you want to wait for a Volpe or whatever whatever the like Aaron Judge has to come first yeah. is what all I'm Fact. saying um um, so let's do, let's end off with, since it's our last recap, I, I know we had some good performances though from at least one guy. And I don't know if you want to go with this dude, but if, if you want to tag along, but Savage of the wild card game, um, I'm going to say, I mean, Giancarlo Stanton, bro, it's Stanton, dude, it's easy Stanton, um, just absolute stud performance, man. And he showed up. And it was just dope. Like, you're just like, wow, like, this guy is on another wavelength, yeah. another, like, stratosphere of how well he was, like, how good he was playing. Um, it's sad, dude. He's done everything and more the last two seasons we could have asked for, especially in the postseason. And we don't have a damn thing to show for it. And there's yep. still going to be idiots out there, Rob, that are going to boo him. There are going to be idiots out there that are saying – that he shouldn't be on the team because X, Y, Z, and he stinks and he strikes out too much. Pretty much, which is which is stupid, which is stupid. Uh, for the MVP of sucking, they stink. I mean, I think there's two individuals. You could take the other one, Tyler, but I'm. I mean, Phil Nevin. I'm gonna give it to you on that. Um, I know a lot of the argument has been. Oh well, why, you can't blame. There's a game after that, you know. There's, there's a lot left to go in this. Uh, you know, you can't put it on. You can look at Cole, and you can look at other decisions and bullpen guys being used and them giving up runs. I'm sorry, man. Game momentum in baseball is different. And Rizzo had hit the home run, and then you had, then you had Judge get on base, and then you had the Stanton ball, and you just. Killed the momentum. It felt like we lost and the like, game when 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 that it's happened. It's cr it's crazy. Like it's it goes along with like when Gary would make an error or Glaber would make an error yeah. before when he was at shortstop, and then the game would just unravel. And that's just like the way that it felt, and it just was a slap in the face to us. And the and the and the rally, like like we've all like I don't know, we've all played baseball at some level of like. Yeah. It's it's weird like how shit can happen and how like offense can be produced after like something weird man and it's like it's it's baseball gods are weird but Phil Nevin just decided to to stop them in their tracks. Yeah. And I I Phil Nevin, I mean, what are you doing? Like it was really bad. I don't know. Really bad. And then to think we scored one that inning obviously from Rizzo's homer. Should have had multiple but Phil Nevin had a bad send. Um, and then we just gave that run right back the next inning. So we, you know, one step forward, two steps back. Story of the season. Story of the season. Consistently inconsistent. Yep. Um, I mean, also, 
I don't know if you want to give it to Cole, yeah, oh, but it's Garrett Cole. Dude. Cole, it's Garrett Cole. Yeah. Two innings pitched, three earned runs. I mean, it's like unacceptable is a understatement. Um, I think there is something to be said about. I still think Garrett Cole is going to be a good pitcher. I think he's going to be an ace. Oh, I do too. Yeah, but he had a few good starts in between some of his bad starts, post sticky stuff. But he's got something to prove, dude. Um, you know, Kershaw had something to prove for so long, not being able to pitch in the postseason. I'm not saying Garrett can't pitch in the postseason because he pitched very well for us in the postseason last year. He pitched good for Houston as well at points. However, this year, he did not. I mean, this is the, this is, this is the game that you need to show up in, dude, clearly. And Nathan Evaldi, ex-Yankee, their ace showed up. That's their ace. Chris Sale's not their ace right now. Garrett Cole, you couldn't get through the third inning. That's bad. You couldn't no get bueno. through the first inning unscathed. Nice Rob, the fir- I mean, can we agree that the first inning is definitely... Like the tone setter, one of the you know obviously you can oh, you can yeah. chalk it up to the eighth or the ninth inning, whatever. But the probably like the most important inning of the game. A thousand percent, dude. I mean, it's a gut punch. You give up a two run shot to Bogarts after you walk Devers, having him o two. You throw a middle middle change up that looks like batting practice. Yeah, the ball to Schwarber too. I mean, I mean Schwarber was, also just that was like, out of the zone and hot. like I don't yeah, know how that he was hit just that, an amazing. But. That was an amazing swing. Like, I'll give him that, but he was pitching scared, Rob. He was pitching scared, it seemed like. Scared to go to his fastball. He was, like, just – he threw, like, three straight sliders to Bogarts. I'm like, either establish the fastball or, like, a 2-1 changeup? A 2-1 changeup. Middle, middle. Not going to do it. Nope. Nope. So last uh, in-season awards uh, for that. And um, where we go from here is interesting. Uh, we're going to have a – yeah, we're going to be here for the whole whole time we'll uh, talking about uh, the – obviously the episodes will be a little more sporadic um, than, than, you know, constantly during series and stuff. But um, we'll be here. And uh, from here, man – Will Boone get fired? My prediction is no, but I won't be disappointed at my prediction being wrong yeah. uh, if they do move on. But then it's like, where do they move on from there? And we'll have to look at certain candidates and what they're going to do. But uh, my prediction is he's still going to be here. And then if he's still going to be here and his coaching staff is still going to be here, it's saying, okay, uh, we're switching this thing up. We're putting a big kind of change in this certain of what the Red Sox did obviously because they weren't able to pay their players and they traded away dudes that weren't performing but in a certain in a similar kind of sense of making some big changes and still holding intact somewhat of the regime to then uh, revamp and go out there and perform because it is possible because we've seen it like Boston still putting out a good product for their fans and a playoff product and they could still make a run. I don't think they will. I think Tampa's going to mop them. But nonetheless, like it is possible to do. All it took, it's yeah, possible. All it took was one bad sixty-game season from them, Rob. 
they're they're a juggernaut. Yeah. And I think, dude, Brian Cashman and the Steinbrenner family, like, they have some real reflecting to do this offseason. Like, I want Brian Cashman to march into his the analytics department or whoever's making real decisions back there. Because we know, Rob, it's not Aaron Boone. Um, I want I need him to march in there and I, I want him to say, tell me why you were wrong. Tell me why this did not work. Don't tell me it was luck because I, I really truly believe that they chalk it up to like randomness of baseball at times. They're like, yeah, yeah, you know, didn't go our way. Can't always go our way. Like, no, that, you're, that's you're why, playing yeah. the sport in a flawed fashion. The league has adapted and you have been stagnant throughout. And it's very clear. I would, I mean, is it too much to ask for that we just kind of would, at the bare minimum, want a manager that makes his own decisions or lineup something i mean that'd be that'd be cool <laughs> i bet yeah i mean i've been saying it man it's like if you want to pass on more analytical stuff but at least give him some some reins which i do think he is i do think he does have some reins but i don't think he's, he's making effective. a lineup or anything no nah, i don't think lineup but i know he's definitely In-game i think he's definitely doing probably. bullpen i think he's doing bullpen i think he's doing bullpen decisions I for yeah, sure I think, I think he's making bullpen decisions but i also think it's clearly mapped out for him prior as to what decisions he should be making. Or, you know, he might have the choice between Wandy and Chad in a specific situation. Yeah. I, I just I just still see, man, it's just not the job for him, man. He's I, a great I dude, too. I, I like Boone yeah. as a person. Like, I never – I know he had, you know, annoying quotes all year, but I was always on the side like, dude, what the fuck do you want him to say? Like, he's not going to come out and say, like, yeah, dude – Glaber sucks. DJ is a lethargic, like, regressed human. Like, I don't, I don't think he's going to come out and say that. But he, he's not a bad guy, dude. Like, maybe take on broadcasting, Booney. Like, go, go, go back to it. Go. A, yeah, go fill A-Rod's spot because he's fucking horrible. <laughs> back to being the swing master or the stance imitator. That's what I always say. Um, but, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with him, dude. Um, I don't think we missed anything, really. I mean, we kind of just vented it out, talked about most of the stuff, um, and we'll yeah. see what happens. But we'll, we'll be we'll be along for the ride until they, until they win this goddamn 27th ring along with the pocket watch, dude. Because I, it's 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 frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah. But like I said, we'll be here. Um, we're gonna, you know, keep in some some episodes and and continue to do them. I don't know if we're gonna do them like biweekly or however we're gonna do them. But definitely, as news comes in, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be able to to talk about it. And um, yeah, we'll have some off. You know, we'll have some. Guests let's go. On too. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get some guests for you guys for sure. Maybe some returning guys, um, and some try and reach out to people and see what we could do. Off season predictions. Um, at this point, man, it's like let's go Knicks, let's go Giants and Jets. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, that's kind of where we're at, and just waiting five months for baseball. And two, we didn't even really talk about this, Tyler. 
we don't really know when the baseball season is going to start next year yeah. either. What the so, fuck, which, dude. <laughs> dude, this is like. I wasn't even like I was sad, and I'm still kind of sad about the Yanks losing today. But like 2019, like I was crushed. Like my life was like terrible for like a week. <laughs> they but, they like, were just alluding to what was gonna but, happen like, with this yeah, season. This, though. Yeah. this year was just like it's just pure frustration. Like yeah, it's I'm a, a I'm upset that they lost, and it would like it's just especially it being Boston. I think I'd rather lose to Toronto or something or anyone but Boston. But um, all the frustration is just that's what this the ending of this season was. Not upset, yep. not like oh, you guys fought well, it was a magical season, but not this time. It was like, fuck you guys. I hate you all. <laughs> yeah. But it's just it's it's something. Build around Judge Pretty and Stanton, much. dude. Let's go get some athletes, Rob. Let's go make some moves, some goddamn changes that are necessary. Let's get a new culture, please. New culture is important, too. New culture, new voice. That's what we like um, or what we need. It's what we need. Um, so, yeah, like we said, we'll be along for the ride. Um episodes will be kind of sprinkled in here and there and uh but we'll be here for news and have some guests on this off season and just continue to to develop content as always be sure to subscribe to us uh leave us a rate and review on apple podcasts and um follow us over on our socials to keep up throughout the off season and kind of see what we're doing on uh at four train savages on instagram and at four savages on twitter um it's been a it's been a interesting uh, season, 2021. Yeah. I want to say it was a great season for the pod, at least. Sure. Um, I don't know if it was a great, not a great season for the Yankees, but we'll see what we'll see what's going on. Tyler, you want to leave something for the people uh, before we before we head off and then start our off season uh, stretch of four train. Yeah, dude. I mean, sucks it ended the way it is, but it's always gonna be. Let's go Yanks. Let's go Yankees, yes. baby. Um, I better see some changes this offseason, dude. I'm excited to kind of dive into it. I'm ready for offseason talk. Like you said, there'll be at least a few episodes every, I don't know, what, week or so? Every other week or so. We'll be around. Yeah. So um, that's it for this episode. We'll be sure to keep... keep- Be sure to keep up to date with everything on the podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Leave us a rate and review. Let's go, Yanks. We'll catch you guys next time.